welcome back to another episode of American Dudeocracy. Here with the dudes. Here with the dudes. Toking it up. Joking it up. Laughing it up. <laughs> having a little fun, man. This chaotic world. Gotta got a laugh. Gotta mm-hmm. have a little fun, right? Yep, we're having some of these nice, amazingly tasting tabak sticks. Wonderful. You kind of ruined us on these, Matt. I'm a cigar snob, and I I'm I never you. thought I would ever be a cigar snob. I just got to say. Yeah, I've always always been absolutely against them. And then uh, I found these. I'm like, dang it, man. Got me. <laughs> You're not keeping tabs on how many cigars I owe you, are you? Uh, no. No. Okay, all right. <laughs> no, 30, 31. <laughs> not, uh, not keeping tabs, not keeping but tabs. there's, uh, yeah. <laughs> not keeping tabs. Keeping uh, tab. It's approximately $575 worth. <laughs> right. I know you guys think that little clicker was my lighter, but that's just the counter. <laughs> click, 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 yeah. click, 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 click. Oh, crap. <laughs> Seven uh, bucks a pop. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. You know, the I think the beauty of firing up a cigar and talking on the podcast is it just slows you down a little bit. So that way, you got to take a turn listening. And that's I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't I I don't think we're trendsetters. But what I will say is, ironically enough, you know, as we've started doing this and we talk openly about smoking a cigar and we cut through, chew up some stuff and spit it out the other side. There's a few other podcasts that I listen to that are now doing the same. They're like, oh, we like to just smoke a cigar and talk a little bit. And like, it's a it's a good way to converse. That way the mouth stops, the ears stay open, and we can get other opinions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So it's good, man. Mm-hmm. Just slows you down a little bit. Gives sure you a, gives you a little something to think about. So uh, good twist. Yeah. As dudes, I think it's a good thing. Have a little dude time. And uh speaking of dudes, you know, we've we've done three faith based episodes and we are continuing to do more. Uh this would be Faith number four. Faith four. Yeah. They've been getting uh quite a few hits too. We've been getting uh a lot of people listening to them, downloading them. I think they're they're they are our most popular episodes, by the way. Mm-hmm. So I think that's fantastic. Very cool. Uh, because I, you know, digging in and I've been listening to some new books and of course I've been reading that, uh, systematic theology book, which is phenomenal. Uh, it's still phenomenal by the way, uh, a great for me, it's a great reference guide, summarize summarization, uh, about questions you may have regarding, uh, the Bible, faith, Jesus, God, uh, the Holy spirit, and it puts things into categories. So instead of thumbing through the book all the way back and forth, now they have apps. You can do the same thing. Uh, but to me, the the book seems to be a good a good guide. Yep. And I say that because part of part of being active in your faith, right, is not just hearing the word, but actually taking action. <laughs> and. That's a big part of it. Spreading the word, bringing more people to God, to Jesus, uh, and telling them the truth. And 
that I got to tell you guys, man, like uh, I've had more fruitful conversations in my life, like at work, around the rig, on airplanes. I've just I've had a lot of really good conversations with a lot of people and there are far more people than you would ever imagine that are just like we are. They believe they love it. They want to spread the word. And boy, when you have those conversations, you can just see people light up, people light up, smile. They love to share, but it it takes, it takes that first hole in the dam sometimes. And then the water starts flowing. And it's funny because you can be around a group of people that you would never think that you would even that they would even entertain a conversation about the Bible. And boy, if you just strike up the conversation, that conversation takes off. It's amazing. It is amazing. And I guess that brings me full circle to kind of what I wanted to, I guess, talk to you guys about and get your thoughts on is Paul in several places in the Bible. Uh, but Paul in particular, uh, part of living in your faith, he, they say, he says, you have to work. What? You have to work in your faith. You have to press on. I love that word press on. And to me, pressing on means you can't just, kick back. Oh, I've done it now. I'm comfortable. I'm there because we're not, but it, it lets you know that all of us continue to press on. And as long as we press on, you know, we've talked about the difference between progress and perfection. And if you chase perfection, you'll never get there. But if you chase progress and you commit to progress, you get closer to perfection. And that's, that's the goal. So mm-hmm. I want to talk about pressing on. You know, what does that mean to mm. you? Uh, you know, to me, very simply put, that means from now until the day I die and potentially beyond, as long as I'm pressing on, I'm doing what I'm being called to do. So I guess I, <clears throat> I'm surprised you went with the press on instead of running the race. There you go. See, I think Paul yeah, also talks about running the race. Matt's right? a runner. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought the, yeah. the running. I was trying to give everybody a little break yeah. from the running <laughs> But, you know, don't don't ever stop. Keep running. Keep running the race. Mm-hmm. Finish well. There you go. Right? So that implies that you finish stronger than you started, mm-hmm. which is hard to do in a race. But for this race, you know, you, that, that implies you got to keep learning, keep growing, keep working. So I, I love, I love that. So I did a Bible study recently where it talked about work and our creator is a worker, right? And I, I've heard this a whole bunch of the story, Genesis thousand times, but I never really put it together in the work context until, until the study kind of hit me differently where God work, God's a worker, mm-hmm. right? He worked to, to create that that took effort, right? And he said it is it is good. After each state, it is mm-hmm. good, right? 
So yeah, that is our example. God is a worker. Jesus, mm-hmm. carpenter, he worked, he worked hard. Right? 33 he, years, yes. 33, the last three yeah. years, he was he didn't get any sleep hardly. I mean, it's I love the chosen, how they do such a great job of reflecting the softness of Jesus, but mm-hmm. also how busy he was. The lines, everyone else is tired, and he's man, he's last one, last one there, right? Well, I don't want to take anything away from what you guys are saying, but there's also naps. So <laughs> God did rest. It's okay. Yeah. So did Jesus. There's times he had to separate himself and so forth. But <laughs> all right, enough of that. That's but, good. Thank hey, you for the for the. Yes, naps, absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah, thank you. And I'm old, so I can say that. <laughs> no, but one thing I like that you had pointed out is, you know, once we have our salvation. We want to work. Right. And and the Bible talks about you don't work for your salvation. You have your salvation and you want to work. You're not saved by your works. You can't do enough to earn your way to heaven. It's all in the grace of God, a free gift of salvation. It's yeah. all in Jesus, right? Not works. Good, good differentiation. Yes. Dave. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So where Matt's heading, I think, is is he was basically saying, you know, the pressing on. And this is where working for the Lord, you are snatching one from the fire when you work for the Lord. You're snatching that neighbor that you have or a coworker, a friend, and you're showing him the way. And believe me, it'll pay off in eternity. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, go there, on. <laughs> well, there's a lot to be said for that. I, you know, I had that conversation with my daughter uh, just over the weekend, um, talking about, you know, the difference between the gift that Jesus and God gave us and works, right? You can't work your way into heaven. It, it's all, it's all, it all depends on what's in your heart. Why are you doing the things that you're doing, right? Like you could. If you, if you read the Bible and you dedicated your entire life to reading the Bible, studying the Bible and, and reading the word, and that's all you did for your whole life, arguably you're missing the most vital piece mm. of what you're called to do or how you're called to do what you're called to do, right? You could recite every verse. You could memorize it. You could know that Bible, that book, the word of God inside out, but unless you are acting in the way that you are receiving it, it doesn't, it doesn't add up. Right. And so, so that's the big difference, right? Like to receive the gift is ours. The gift was given to us. You can choose to receive it and follow it. Right. But the gift was given to us. That, that was the beauty of all of it. The gift is given. It has been given. You can't ungive the gift. Mm-hmm. So, so therefore, like, like what you're doing and how you live and, and how you act and, and pressing on, running the race, pressing on, it's you have to continue taking steps, whether it's one step at a time or sometimes you might sprint. Sometimes you might take off for a, a 5K. You might knock out a 5K in 18 minutes. Well, you cross the line. As soon as you cross the line, guess what? There's another one. You might run a marathon. Marathon might take you three, four, five hours. As soon as you cross the line, there's another one. Hey, guess what? 
some of us when we're running, we trip and fall. Yeah, wipe out. We get hurt <laughs> a lot. Yep. Right? We get hurt. We get taken <laughs> right? out of the game yeah. for a little while. Yeah. Yep. Out of but the what path. do you do? Press on, get up, start running. Yeah. yeah. And I'll I'll just read that <clears> verse because I found it. Um it's in Philippians 3:14. Paul says, "I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us." Right? So this is coming from Paul, the Apostle Paul, who arguably after Jesus and after the 12 apostles with Paul, Paul would be one of the the most knowledgeable, I would say godly mm-hmm. men that were on earth at that time. And even he, even he was like, look, I press on to continue to, to try to get to the end of the race. Mm-hmm. Like he is still working. I mean, Jesus says it too. Like, I am only here to satisfy the law, right? Yep. Not here to change it, here to satisfy it. Mm -hmm. So he's here to live by the law. He's here to do the will of God. Mm -hmm. So, so it's, it's a, it's a very interesting thing. And I I do, I love the, the press on. Mm -hmm. I love that because no one is done. You're not done until. God is judging you till you're in t- till you're in the presence. If you've made it to the presence of God. Yeah, that's absolutely right. You know, what's interesting. I was thinking about your running. So, you know, without Jesus, you've got no shoes. You've got just bare feet. So God gave you those shoes, those brand new tennies. What are you going to do with them? Are right. you going to leave them off and sit in here? Or are you going to put them on and, hey, let's try these out. Let's run. Let's see how these things work. That's where you're That's where you're actually putting those shoes to work, your salvation to work. Right. Yeah. Right. Are the shoes going to get dirty, muddy, worn? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They're made to work. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the goal, you know, to, to press on. So that's it's an interesting thought, too. Like there's so much to be said for that, I think. And. And I think that's like you talked about creation, right? There's seven days of creation and the, the book that I just read, um, growing in holiness by RC Sproul, like, and I'll, I'll, he says it and I'll try to, I'll try to remember how he said it, but this is what he said. And I, I really loved it. Um, he says, you know, the pinnacle is the day of rest. That's the pinnacle of creation. The creation ended on day six, all the creation days and the work. And then God rested and he made that day of rest holy. So as we live on earth, we go by seven days a week. Everything's in a cycle of sevens. So where do we receive those rest days? We receive those rest days at church when we get together with mm-hmm. our people. And your church can be in your home. It can be wherever you worship. Small group. Like that is your rest day. That's where you find rest. That is your holy day. That is the pinnacle. And then that recharges you to go back out for the next six days and work. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's hard. That's one of the commandments. Keep the the Sabbath. Right. So it's hard to do because that's a, that's a full day. Right. And Sunday is usually the day, but it's hard not to get stuck doing house projects. So I, (laughs) Mm-hmm. You know, when you just have so much mm-hmm. to do, you have two two days a weekend, and if you give up one of them, it's so it takes it takes yeah. You really do have to 
press on to keep that holy and but it doesn't have to be all you know all sunday you could do saturday afternoon to sunday noon hey just 24 hours whatever 24 hour works best in your particular schedule mm-hmm. i think i think god would not be upset at you nope. if you took you know whatever 24 mm-hmm. hour period works the best for you and and there's a lot of there's a lot of ways you can you can discuss those things right and i think Dwayne, you I'll, I'll say what you say like you can get hung up and and get caught up in some of those discussions and arguments yep. and and, and here's what i'll say to that in particular for this exact example like we live in a fallen world so we are here so is it going to ever be perfect no no you might you might work a hundred days before you get that rest day. But the, the important thing is, is to identify that rest day and to take it and to, to put it to the use that you're supposed to put it to, right? There's other rest days, rest times that you can take Mm -hmm. advantage of, you know, Dave, you get up early in the morning and Mm -hmm. I've taken that out of your book. I get up in the morning, I read, I, I, I do my studying. I, I take my time. I pray, like those are the recharge rest days. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. is it a rest day or is it like a rest time? Yeah, right. Like throughout the week. It, I think you use what you can, right? And that's the point of we live in a fallen world. Like there is, there's no way to live in this fallen world and to live by the letter of the law. That's why God and His ultimate wisdom. And this is in my my opinion God's ultimate wisdom when he created us he knew he would have to redeem us from the day of creation and mm-hmm. that's why Jesus came mm-hmm. and redeemed us because now through faith we have the gift so the rest just builds up to crossing the end of the race how it looks how it's molded we live in a fallen world it's an imperfect world God knew that God created it. So his plan from day one, he knew he was going to have to redeem us. Mm -hmm. And here we are. And here we are. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to be perfect. You're not going to be able Mm -hmm. to just shut off life and and have your rest day. Right. But it's almost like, like back in the Israeli times, the same with the ground, right? You're supposed to let the ground lay follow or how, whatever. For one year out of seven. Shemitah. The Shemitah. And then every 49th year, let it. Jubilee. That's another. Yeah. Year is that the Jubilee is another time when yeah. you let it another year of. And they didn't do that. There were several periods where they didn't. They went a whole bunch of years without doing it. And then Jesus came in or God came and allowed someone to wipe them out. The ground laid hollow for 490 years or whatever. He he got his his shemitah. He, he got his rest out of the land. Right. There's also been studies about humans, the people who work seven days a week, die like ten years before they should. It's like, huh? That ends up being like <laughs> an extra seventh. If you were to take us, but people who do take that break, I mean, just some of the studies I've. That's like, wow, that is. 
Yet so a, if you don't do it, it's like God'll get it off of you one way or the other. It's supposed to be a rest, <laughs> but if you don't do it, right? You rest. He will rest get it from six you. feet under. Yeah, we'll get the ultimate rest. <laughs> yeah, Again, we all meet not, that rest. It's, yeah, it's we're all gonna, a, It's not a salvation thing, here. right? No, right. Uh-uh. But it is a betterment of you, just like forgiving someone, right? You don't forgive someone for them, right? You do it. You do it to be free of that. You're, you do it for you. So you aren't burdened to that, right? So kind of like that. It's for your own benefit. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm talking to me because it's hard to, it's hard to get that day. You know, the yeah. full day and mm-hmm. it is, man. And yeah. it, it's, I think identifying that and being mindful of that, right, is is the best thing you can do. So I've got a question, just on this. So my job. Well, whoever's job, you know, if you got a labor job, you're outside working, gardening, whatever it is. So doing that sort of work is not, that's work, right? So your day of rest might be going and just playing a game or doing whatever in a computer, you know, whatever it is, the opposite of that. Well, I've got the opposite. My job is like doing the computer stuff and crunching spreadsheets and crap. So... That's to me is work. So when I get home and I do that, it feels like work. But if I do physical stuff, that's that's not work. Is that considered rest if I do it? Because it's enjoyment, like a hobby type of thing. Because then you're not doing what you're actually doing for work. You're resting in a way that recharges you, right? Would you consider that rest? You know, that's a good question yeah, I mean, because you know I'm, I'm I, I do. I do. Does that make any sense? You, you know what? I think active rest. Our, our rest our rest needs to include God. So, you know, I like hand loading, you know, reloading and different things and maybe. You enjoy out of that. It's oh, not yes. work at all. It's just and some pleasure. Yeah. Playing some Christian music, cranking out bullets and, you know, just, I mean, meditating on him. Yeah, I get pure rest from that. I, I really do. Yeah, that's a good good question. I, it's I don't not know. like, I hey, we have that. to sit and look at each other and read the Bible all day long for seven or you know twenty four hours. But I don't I don't think that's what he's talking about. We'd have to look up the Greek word. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's a call between you and the Lord. Honestly, I think is are we really letting ourselves ponder on him and taking this time out to thank him and be thankful. Do you realize that of the 10 lepers healed of leprosy, a, a, a lifelong disease you will never get rid of. And it gets just worse. Parts start falling off. You got a nose today. You don't tomorrow. Only one of them came back and said, thank you. That's the day that we need to say, thank you, Lord. Yeah. Look at all this. Yeah. Look at this stuff that you've so much. I have thankful. more than I need. Yeah. And uh, it's a day to say thank you and pray for your friends and your family and reach mm-hmm. out to other people that maybe God's put on your heart. Right. I don't know. You know, something that goes along with that. Our pastor just, he, he, he put a new spin on it, right? Like your priorities, like the Marines, God, country, core. You know what I mean? So God, family, kids, you know, whatever whatever your, your top three priorities are. Well, he put a spin on that too. He's like, no, let's, let's not, let's not have God your number one, because then you get up, you read 
you do you put in your God time and that's it. Then you're done for the day. So so he encouraged us to instead family with God, children mm-hmm. with God, work with God. Mm-hmm. That way you take God with you and everywhere all you yeah. do. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just a tremendous way to look at like wow mm-hmm. that is i mm-hmm. like that that makes a lot of sense to me that way because I, I get up i read i put in my god time but you got to keep that going that doesn't mean that that's you can't just check that box and move on right mm-hmm. <laughs> so so that, that's a good challenge for me I yeah think. good yeah good note i think it's uh <clears throat> again each each individual has their own relationship I think that's, that's, I mean, that by definition, right? Like that's the, the Holy spirit that you receive. So, so your, your rest day could look far different than my rest day could look different than days. Your rest day could look different day to day. That's true. Yeah. It's, it's what do you need <clears throat> versus what are you getting? And I think so long as you are pressing on, you're achieving so long as you're pressing on some people, it might take months to make a step. Some people might run a hundred miles in a month. Mm -hmm. As long as you are pressing on, Mm -hmm. that's the only thing that matters. Yeah. So, you know, to take that rest day, cause, cause like with my schedule, you know, I work solid for a couple weeks at a time and there is no rest day. Now, I do make a conscious effort uh, on Saturdays and Sundays because I believe, personally, I believe my Sabbath starts at sundown on Saturday night and ends at sundown on Sunday. That's just how I choose to take my Sabbath day because reasons. But I make an effort during that time every week, no matter what, to just take in a little bit more to press on a little further, to press on a little harder, to press on a little bit further. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that is the time to make sure. Cause I, I believe that the other, the flip side of that is if you're not achieving a rest day, rest time or a rest amount of some sort that allows you to get further from God so that that's the question. I think whatever you need to continue to press on mm-hmm. and that can look different. Mm-hmm. We're all built a little different. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the beauty of it. And that's where, like you said, you know, not getting, if it's not a salvation issue, like you absolutely do you, uh, you know, and there's, as long as you're, man, I have to beat this to death, but I, I feel like as long as you're pressing on, you're good. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's what we're supposed to do. You know, yeah. and I think that God puts that in your heart too, Matt. I mean, he puts different things in different people's hearts for their success. And that's what he's put in for your heart for that. And I think that's admirable because the more just knowing a little bit of God will never be enough, mm-hmm. you know, because right. the more you know him, the better life gets and Folks, hopefully you make the right choice, but we want to spend eternity with him. Why wouldn't we want to get to know this completely loving being that 
produced us, uh, created us, gave us a free gift of eternal life with him and loves us. If that we much. choose him, yeah. why wouldn't we want to know him and press on? Right. Like Matt saying. Right. So, well, I mean, that's, and that's, I think that's when, you know, right. When you look up is do it, doing a bit of study and reading just on the Holy spirit, because I very new to all this still, right. Very new and taking in a lot of information, but trying to understand better what the Holy spirit, because we talked about, you know, the name of the Holy spirit and, you know, there's several names and, and, but like, how do you know when you're being convinced or being nudged by the Holy spirit versus, and, and I think that's, that's yet again, another answer, right? As long as you're moving in the correct direction and if your direction it, it it's making you want to please if you if you're living in your life and you know you love god love jesus and you want to please god mm-hmm. then I, I think you're oh you're absolutely on the right track right yeah once you once you've received your salvation it, it it goes back to that you want to please the savior don't you because he gave you all that he gave you. He shed his blood for you and gave you eternal life. Absolutely. You want to press on. Yep. And maybe a, a good place to start might be, well, again, read your Bible every day, but he's given you the gifts of the spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone has a gift. Find out what that is, right? There, have you done the personality test, the Myers-Briggs, the MBTA, any of those personality tests? No. Uh, no? I, they deem me crazy. For all my personalities? <laughs> they, de- they deem me crazy. <laughs> how, how much does it cost? <laughs> uh, who are we talking to today? Yeah, how many tests <laughs> we got to take? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So the personality, it's just a, you go through, answer a bunch of questions, and it tells you kind of what personality type you are, right? Type A, type B is another way to look at it. That's not quite the Myers-Briggs things, but there's a whole bunch of them out there. Well, there's a similar test to that that you can take that will tell you what your spiritual gift is huh look it up there's a whole bunch of free places online you can go but find out what your spiritual gift is that that's that unique gifting that god has given you and then really try to hone that in might be a a good personal area for someone to dive into and (coughs) and really kind of get a feel for for what god has gifted you with i i think i remember some of this because there's exhortation um uh, there's service. Yeah. There's all, I, and I forget some of them. I just remember a couple of them, but yeah. Prophecy is one yeah. of them. Speaking mm-hmm. in tongues is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is, um, encourage. Mm-hmm. I'm an encourager. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, find out, find out what they are and, mm-hmm. and dive into it. You know, that's pretty cool, man. And you, you don't have, maybe you can have more than one too. Mm-hmm. You're not limited to just one, yep. but you do have a spiritual gift. Yep. It's interesting. I, yeah. I remember that now. Mary. Remember Mary? Not Mar- <laughs> Martha. Jesus went to visit Mary and Martha. Mary got all mad at Martha because Martha was all doing the dishes and cooking She's the a food. server. Yeah. yeah. She liked serving. Martha's a server. She, she was the servant. She had to have the table set. She had to have everything in order. She had to have it all lined out. And Mary just wanted Jesus, you mm-hmm. know. So, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. Pretty good. I a little short and sweet, but I'll tell you, man, there's there's a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. I think uh you just keep moving. Keep moving, keep doing your thing. Keep sharing the word. Uh I would encourage, you know, I would I would encourage you to strike up a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um you know, at least with your family. You know, have have those conversations with your family. <clears throat> Excuse me. I uh it never ceases to amaze me when I have conversations with my daughter. Uh, she's, you know, nine, nine years old. And when I ask her some of these questions and it really helps me grow in my knowledge because she'll just straight up ask, like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> like, wow, that's, uh, let's see, what do I mean by that? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's less of what I mean. Let's, let's read what it says. And, you know, what do you think? And so it, it's a, it's a great, it's a great way to grow in your knowledge because it's, again, it's not just hearing the word. It's, it's taking action, mm. taking action. And I think spreading the word is the easiest action we can take. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it can be a little overwhelming. Cause I'll tell you right now, like I, <clears throat> I thought for the longest time, like, I, man, I'm not ready to have these conversations because I just don't know enough. And so then I like set out, I'm going to read the whole Bible. I, I, I did it. And then I'm still like, well, I don't know if I know enough. And it's, mm. it's kind of crazy. Like that's, that's everybody feels a bit of that. When you first have these conversations, you're like, Oh boy, here we go. But I, I think if you just share openly and honestly, like, again, you're not trying to convince anybody you're just sharing the word. And if, if you do nothing but encourage them to open the book and read it for themselves. Planted a seed. Dude. That's all. You, when it's yeah. the, the Holy Spirit will lead you, will yeah. guide you. Right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Your job's just to plant a seed. Mm-hmm. That's all. Absolutely. There's, so that's what I do. There's planters, harvesters, yeah. and, you know, cultivators. I, I forget. There's, there's three of them. There. Snipers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Foreign observers. Is there bugs in that garden? <laughs> <laughs> for sniping yeah right. mm-hmm. platoon leaders squad Don't leaders the fertilizers <laughs> fire team leaders <laughs> sorry <laughs> hey we went military right there yeah, thanks matt bad. appreciate that bamsis begin the planning arrange reconnaissance make reconnaissance oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway fellas geez uh yeah yeah i guess any final words man i no that was amazing again i think uh good job just encourage you press on Press on and run the race, right? There Fall down, it's, get it's up. It's worth it. It's worth it. Keep running. Yeah. That's right. All right, fellas. Thanks for listening. Yep. Peace out. <laughs>